because I believe a man is supposed to take care of his woman. I don't care how much money your woman makes. A man is supposed to have his mindset on taking care of his woman. Talk. I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. You are the key agent in transforming your life. So all of this stuff that the world has poured into your soul from a little girl all the way till now has to be undone by no one but you. It's time for you to change the language that you are using when you describe your life. You see, I, I can't, I mean, I just, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just too old for this. Maybe I'm just too old for this. Maybe I'm just, maybe I need to cut this thing off and go sit down somewhere. Maybe I'm just too old for this. But the way some of you ladies just run around here just casually calling one another bees and all of that, I mean, that's broken consciousness, man. Y'all have gotten so comfortable that you all are calling one another bees and you got these men out here comfortable calling you bees. I just don't, I, it's, it's, it's so uncomfortable, I can't even say the word and the word is so acceptable now it's on, it's on primetime television. Because we have a generation of women who have been so broken internally that now you got men that are comfortable out here calling you bees to your face and you around here calling one another bees. That's my bee. I, and I, and I, you are, you have to be the key agent. It's time now for you as a woman to take serious and real responsibility for your own mental level. See, you have to do this. Let me tell you why you have to do this. It's because your daughters are watching you. Your nieces are watching you. Your goddaughters are watching you. Your granddaughters are watching you. And there are some things that you have to do. You have to rectify in your generation because you just don't need to leave that bad example for the, for the young women coming behind you. And this starts with shifting the language that you use around yourself. Now, a few things will happen when you change the language, and I'm going to give you three things, and I'm out of here. Number one, when you change the language that you use concerning your own life, number one, you're going to elevate your emotions. You're going to find, you're going to find yourself you're going to find yourself being strengthened emotionally, and you're going to find that your language is going to directly impact your resilience. The things that you're weak in now and you can't seem to, they seem insurmountable to you. You can't seem to overcome. It's a matter of changing the energy around your life with the words you use. It's not, it's not who's speaking into your life, it's, it's who's speaking out of your life. 
People, people try to speak into my life all the time. They try to pour it in, negativity in. Man, listen, I'm like a fortress. You can't send nothing up in here that I don't approve of. And I, I spend, I spend uh, more than enough time building myself up from the inside because here's the reality. While, while you all are waiting on a preacher to show up, to come and say some nice things to get you happy, there are going to be most days that you're not going to have a preacher. You're going to have to be your own preacher and you're going to have to have your own sermon and you're going to have to build yourself up. You're going to have to learn how to shift the language in your life. The world has poured in poison. Now it's time for you to pour out antidote. That's you. You have to be the key agent in renewing your mind. So number one, three things I'm going to give you, and I'm gone. I'm out of here. This is the first thing I want you to get you some lipstick or whatever. Write it on your mirror. Write it on your mirror so that you see it every morning. And I want you to see it every morning. I'll get you uh, like Mary Jane, that girl was on the show. Get you some sticky notes and stick it on the mirrors, in, on the dashboard in the car, on the mirror in the bathroom, wherever you got to stick it at. I want you to see it. Here's the first thing you're going to write, and here's the first thing you're going to rehearse. You're going to pour this into your soul. I am enough. I am enough. I'm enough. I don't need, unless I just want it, I don't need no more degrees to prove nothing. I don't need to make, a, I don't need another zero, you know, on my earnings every year unless I just, just desire to do so. I'm enough, just like I am, as a standalone individual, I'm enough. As a single woman, I'm enough. I know when I go to church, the church folks saying, well, when you going to get a man? When I go to the family reunion, they saying, well, okay, it's great you got a PhD. It's great you make a half a million dollars a year or even a million dollars a year. It's great that you impact in the world and you feeding children, uh, you know, in, in, in Africa and you starting schools. Oh, that's great. But when you going to get a man? You know what the world is saying to you when every time they ask you that? You ain't enough. The world wants you to believe that you are not enough. And when you feel like you're not enough, you know what, you know what comes naturally? Desperation for the thing that the world suggests you need to feel like you are enough. So the world says, you know, if you don't have a if you don't have a man, if you don't have a husband, you 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 don't you don't have any value. You low value. Uh, you know, your worth is not all of that. So now you become so desperate for what the world says you have to have that you settle for stuff that is so far beneath you. It's not even funny. But you got to believe, you got to begin to say this to yourself. I am enough. I'm enough. And anybody that can't recognize that I'm enough, they ain't enough. Not for me. 
I am enough. Somebody said, I'm desperate to get me back now. You see, see, some people have taken this uh, mystery ride trying to, you know, follow all of the things the world says a woman needs to do. A woman has to have, you know, to be of value or of significance. And some have gotten back from the ride and realized it was always a lie that you needed. OK, you're a good woman, but you need this, 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 this and this. Okay, you got you 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 educated, you love God, you're a loyal, faithful woman, but you just need to lose about 15 pounds. If you lose 15 pounds and you bring your dress size, dress size down about you know two notches, then you be good. Then you do that, then the world gonna find something else. Well, you know, if if you just change your eye color, if you just bleach your skin, or if you go and sit in the the tanning bed and darken up a little bit, you know, then you be good. You go and do all those things, then the world gonna come tell you something else. Why? It's because it was was always intended to keep you on the hedonistic treadmill. You will never get off of that treadmill. And the only way to get off of that treadmill is to hit the stop button and say unapologetically, I am enough. And anybody that does not recognize my enoughness is dismissed. Because I'm not going to bounce around for the rest of my life trying to prove myself to people who don't have the intelligence to see my value, as immense as it is. So if I never get married, I'm still enough. I have purpose. God has put gifting in me. I'm going to find my purpose, walk in my purpose, live in my purpose. I'm going to stop sitting around here being desperate for when is a man coming? When am I going to have a wedding? Baby, you got a life. Live it. You have a whole life. Live it on purpose, in purpose. And the person that deserves you will show up and see that she is more than enough. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. You have an anointing to do all things. You're not, you're not, you're not inept. You're not incomplete. You are equivalent. You are completely supplied with everything you need to be everything the creator made you and designed you for. You're enough. You're enough. You ain't got to lose weight to be enough. If you feel like you, you, you need to lose weight, do that because you feel like it. Maybe you and your doctor had a conversation. Do it because of that. Don't lose weight because you feel like if you lose weight, it's going to make you more enough than you presently are. You're enough like you are. And contrary to what a whole lot of folks say, every man don't want a woman that, that's uh, 110 pounds. And, and under size six. Some men want a woman that's a plus size woman. I know a few of them. Very wealthy men, millionaires, that want a woman that got some meat on her bones. That's a lie. That's a lie the world told you. That every woman got to fit into this here to be accepted by a certain kind of man. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. 
that's a lie. And I can bring some men on in and show you that that's a lie that the world tells you to keep all of y'all around here hopping and jumping around like, 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 you know, Bugs Bunny. That's a lie that's designed to manipulate and control your emotions and to keep the, 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 the finger on the pulse of your sense of self-esteem. When I feel like you, you feeling yourself too much, I push that button. You ain't enough. But you got to be able to raise your hands and say, I am enough. Number two. Now, this is a big one. Oh, this is a big one here. The church folk don't like me saying this, but I don't care. And y'all know I live my life with church folk. I am church. I don't care. You, you got you to say this to yourself. I am enough. Second thing you got to say to yourself, I do not care. You got to stop caring about people and things that are insignificant. I do not care. You got to get to the point that you do not care so much that you instruct all of the people in your inner circle. Don't even bring me what these people have to say. Don't send me no links. Don't tell me nothing about what these folk have to say, because I do not care. I do not care. Let me tell you something. It was the biggest deliverance for me in my life when I got to the point that I was able to look in the mirror and say, I don't care. Oh, y'all don't like me? Y'all don't want me? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Because the last time I checked, y'all ain't paid none of my bills. Huh? You don't care? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't see no deposits from you. I don't care. You ain't stopping nothing because everything God designed for me to do, I'm going to accomplish it. And God's going to either he's going to either use you, you and you or he's going to send me a whole new crew. But relative to what you're saying right now, you're wasting your breath because I don't care. Some of you all have to stop caring as much or at all about people who are clearly sent into your life as distractions. I don't care. You got to stop wasting time with people that have done nothing but extract from you. Nothing. Listen, they have done nothing but withdraw. They've made no deposits. And you, you still worrying about, you know, their feelings. Man, if I wasn't a preacher, I would have said something just now. You still worrying about their feelings, how they going to feel, how they're going to take it. Babe, you got to get to a point. You got to grow up and you got to come to a point that you are able to say, I do not care. Can I tell you those three words? I do not. Well, four. <laughs> I do not care. Those four words will be one of your biggest allies in the quest for mental health. When you're able to say, I don't care. Really? I don't care. And, and I mean, literally, keep your life moving. 
Now, now to get to this place, because see, a lot of you have been caught in the snare of people who have intentionally entangled you emotionally. They've intentionally entangled you emotionally. So to get to this place where you're able to say, I don't care, I don't care. Doesn't mean that I'm not caring, but I don't care about this. I, 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 can, I can recognize, you know, what I, what I need to care about versus what I don't need to care about in this here. I don't care. The only way to get there is you have to ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment. And when you discern, when you discern that here is a user here is a bottom feeder, a person that is simply hating and a person that wants to keep you, wants to pull you down, wants to drain you. Once you discern that, now it's your responsibility to renew your mind and say, I don't care. To initially you said, you know, I don't care. But then more you think about it and you realize that this person has meant absolutely nothing to you. What has this person actually done for you? You got people that you still carrying around and just look over the last five years of this person being in your life. What have they deposited in your life? What have they added to your life? And you, you want to sit and convince me that there's something to care about? If you want to rise, you got to be able to say, listen, time out. I'm through with the rat race. I'm enough. Second thing I want you to know, be informed. I don't care no more. So you can go get you another woman. I don't care. God bless you and yours. Just stay out of my way. I don't care. And then in Nehemiah, Nehemiah was rebuilding the walls around Jerusalem and there was, there was a certain group that wanted to distract him and they came and said, come on down and, 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 and rap with us, spend some time with us. And there in Nehemiah chapter six, around verse three, the Bible says Nehemiah sent messengers unto them saying, no, I can't come down from what I'm doing. I don't care nothing about what y'all got going on. Why should the work stop that I come down to you? What was he saying? I don't care. I don't care. Church folks, say, church folks say, oh, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't say that. Man, listen, I don't care. I said I don't care because I'm not going to sit around here and let the world play with my mental health like I'm a toy. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. When you get the gift of not caring, it's going to be amazing how your life is just going to soar. And, and all of this time and energy and resources that these bottom feeders are utilizing will be able to re be redirected to people who really need you and deserve you. See, right now, your life is filled with people who need you, but they don't deserve you. And because you have this broken consciousness, you have a need to be needed by people that don't even deserve you. And then finally, 
This is what woman got to say. You got to be able to say this to yourself, man. You need to be able to say this every day. I'm enough. I don't care. And I all, here's the third one, I always win. Have you ever, have you looked over your life and have you thought about, have you really thought about what you've gone through? What you've come through and you still here? In your right mind? A lot of y'all on here right now, man. We got 1,450 people in here at this moment. And out of that, out of that 1,463 people, I venture to say 90% of y'all have been at points in life where you should have lost your mind a long time ago. You should have been done for, but you're still here. You've been through hell and high water, but you're still here. People have abandoned you. People have walked out on you. People have used you. People have broken you to the point that you thought you were going to be in an institution somewhere, but you're still here. And you, you've been so hurt that you've not really paused to think about, I'm still here. I'm actually still here. I went through this, I went through that, I went through that, and this and that, and I'm still here. You know why? You were born in the world to win. And you know something else? You may not have had father. Some of you all have not even had mother. Some of you all have had one toxic lover after another that did nothing but come in and deplete your life. But you know the one thing that's been constant in your life? It's been your heavenly father. Now, some of y'all don't even know him like that. Some of y'all not even religious like that. But y'all know, you know I was a preacher when you hit the button. Your heavenly father, your creator, the almighty God has been the one constant in your life. He's been behind the scenes, around the scenes, in front of the scene, always making certain that you come out on top. Even with tears in your eyes, you always win. You need to declare that to yourself every day because the devil's going to always throw things at you and make you feel like you, you, you can't make it out of this. You know what I mean? This is the end of it for you. They check your history. They, they ain't checked your history. They don't know about you. You always win. You have, you have never seen a season in your life that God didn't pull you through. Come on now. Come on. Stop, stop playing in here. You have never seen a season that God didn't pull you through. And you've gone through all kinds of stuff and you always come out. You land on your feet. You land on your feet because you always win. You have to say these things to yourself. I'm enough. I do not care. And I always win. I win with you. I win without you. But I always win. I always win. Romans 8 and 28 says, we know that all things, 
<sighs> Boy, this feel like Sunday morning right here. Feel like preaching. I need the organ fired up. We know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and those who are the called according to his purpose. Baby, when you don't have nobody around you that is saying the right stuff, you got to learn to pull off into your closet, your secret place. You got to learn to talk to yourself. I just stopped by here tonight to tell y'all, you're going to make it out of this, man. I, 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 know, I know it feels like this and it feels, but you're going to make it out of this. You're going to make it out of this. You, 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 are, you are from a generation of women of strength, but you don't, that same generation of women has no clue how resilient and strong you are because you've not taken the time, you've not taken the break from your pain to look over your history. You always win. You are enough. And you need not be concerned. Do not care. I love you all. I wanted to talk to you tonight I know I look all disheveled and everything. Eyes are tired, but I had to share this with you tonight because I pray for you. I really do. I see this generation of women and I see how people are taking advantage of your pain. And my prayer for you is always that the spirit of God will pour in the oil of healing into your souls. And that God will cause you to wake up and to know who you are in him. And that God will restore your joy, your sense of purpose and value. And that you will be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And so I love you. I love you. Don't forget to... Um, let me pray for you. Father, as I speak into the lives of uh, these dear ladies and probably even some gentlemen tonight, take every word that I've spoken, dear God, and allow it, dear God, to establish itself in their hearts that they will not be able to forget what I said to them tonight. Write this, dear God, upon the tablets of their minds that it will ring over and over again. I'm enough. I do not care. And I always win. And God, I thank you for supernatural freedom. In the name of Jesus Christ, set them free in Jesus' name. So I love you all. Um, don't forget to stop by the website, rcblakes.com. Sign up for my mailing list. And um, also go in and check out my other channel. I started this discussion over there, but I intended to have it over here. And it didn't work out over there, and I realized I was on the wrong channel. Uh, but go to my other channel. It's where I upload all of my ministry my teachings, my sermons, and things of that nature. This is where I come and just have these real life discussions with you. So the two channels serve specific purposes. That channel is Bishop R.C. Blakes Jr. This channel, of course, is R.C. Blakes 
Jr. And um, stop by my website, check out all of the online programs. Uh, Amazon has all of my books. Thank you all for supporting me, buying my books. Oh my God, you're just, you're just amazing. You're an amazing family. Um, people talk about they have fans. I don't have fans, I have family. That's how I feel, that's how Lisa and I feel about you all. We don't have fans and I'm so glad that the world is beginning to open up again so that I can begin to meet many of you in different parts of the world and in different parts of the United States of America. Um, but we love you. Lisa and I love you. We love you with all of our hearts. Love you all. Want you to have a great night and um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.